Okay, so today we're going to be learning Beitz at Daf Beitz and Beitz. But just before we begin, we'll chazer uh, outside Daf Beitz and Aleph. In the Mishnah, we learned three machlekes and Meishami Mishilo. The first machlek is Beitz Ashenol de Biamtev. Meishami holds its mutter, and Tiachel and Mishilo says like Tiachel. Second machlek is the shear. What's the shear of Chametz uh, on Pesach to be over? Not Achila. The Gemara is going to say Achila is because I, according to everybody, the Shaila is. So what's the shear for Sa'or is certainly a kazayas. The shear for Chamez had to mechleikas. Beisham holds a kaisevis, the size of a date, and Beisham holds a kazayas. And the third mechleikas is hashaychet, which the Gemara explains means if somebody wants to shecht, is he allowed to shecht? According to Beisham, he's allowed to shecht, even if it means digging and uh, and getting dirt to, to cover with. Beisham says, no, you're not allowed to shecht unless you have that offer muchen beforehand. Um, if you shechted already, then they agree to Beishama, you can be chofer, you can dig to get a fine. And the last in the Mishnah is Efer Kira, ashes in an oven, is always considered Muchan. So that's the Mishnah, and the Gemara discusses this in the Mishnah of Beitza Shnel Debyamtev. What's the case? What kind of a Tarnagayos did the Beitza come from, right? If it was Aymid for Achil, it should be um, like food, and basically the Beitza is a piece of food that broke off. So what's the Shaila? How could Beitza possibly asser? And if the Tarnagailis is uh, is for raising, uh, for laying eggs and raising them, not to be shechted, so it's muktza. So then everyone should agree, even Meshama should agree, that the uh, that the Beit says muktza. And the Gemara explains that the Gemara is making an assumption here, because we know there's Mokhlekes, Rabbi Hud and Rabbi Shimon, only Rabbi Shimon holds, it, sorry, only Rabbi Hud holds is the problem of muktza. According to Rabbi Shimon, there's no problem of muktza anyway. You can change your mind about something that's muktza. But the Gemara is making an assumption here that everyone agrees that what this Beitzah, which is actually Nailah, it wasn't even around yesterday, even Rabbi Shimon would agree that's a problem. To which Rav Nachman says, no, that's the solution. Rav Nachman says, no, you made a mistake. We're talking about a Tanagailis that's meant to be laying eggs, it's Muktza, but the Shail of Nailah is no more Chamer than the Shail of Muktza. The ones who hold of Muktza and Rabbi Huda holds of Nailah. And uh, yes. the ones who don't hold of muktz, I mean, Rabbi Shimon, he doesn't hold the muktz, he doesn't hold the muktz, so that's the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon says you can eat it, he holds like Rabbi Shimon, no, no problem of muktz, and there's no problem of the bait, which is nailet. Rabbi Hillel holds like Rabbi Yehuda, there is a problem of muktz, and there is a problem of nailet. So Gemara says the only problem is in the Gemara and Shabbos, we find Pumfakert. There's a Mishnah in Shabbos that says that according to Rabbi you can pick up the um, the bones and the peels off the table. Beis says you can't touch them. They're muktzah. You have to shake it off. Sounds like Beis holds of muktzah. Beis Hill doesn't hold of muktzah. And Rabbi Nachman says it's a mistake. That's not the right nusach. The right nusach. The right nusach. The right girsa is fakir. Beis Hill holds you can pick up the the bones. And Beis holds you can't touch them. You have to actually shake off the table. So there, the chayra Rabbi Nachman is saying just the opposite of over here. He's saying that that Beis Hill holds of doesn't hold of muktzah, and Beis does hold. So the Gemara says. There's no problem because we find other Stamishnayas in Shabbos like Rabbi Shimon, and therefore, since there's Stamishnayas in Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Nachman held that Rabbi that Basil has to certainly agree with the Stamishnah because the Lachas like Basil and the Lachas like a Stamishnah. So, the same way the Mishnah says you can cut up a Nevela, and there's no problem when an animal dies that it was Muktza before it died, it was Muktza for Shechita, and now it's a Michael Behema, no problem with Muktza. So, Mamela, he wants all the Mishnayas where it's Basil talking to agree with that. So that's what he does over there. And over here we have other Mishnayas in Beitza, like uh, when it talks about chopping wood, you know that it's chopped wood from beams that are made for building, which is Muktzamach, and Kis, and you know that it's chopped building, uh, wood from beams that were part of a building, um, like a Yehuda. So Mamela says, says, established like a Yehuda, the Lachas like a Yehuda. So he learned in our Mishnah that Beitza would agree with 
Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so that's what we said yesterday. So now the Gemara says, Mechdi. In other words, if you think about it, we have a problem here, because there's a Stam Mishnah in Shabbos and a Stam Mishnah in Yamtiv that are Saisir one another. Man Sasmin Lemasnisan, who was Saisim the Mishnayas? Rabbi, Rabbi Saisim the Mishnah. Right, whenever he felt that the lach is a certain way, he says in the Mishnah. It's interesting. Rashi explains it over here very nicely. Rashi says that uh, if it's an, if it's a das yachid, so how would you know the lach is like it? So when Rabbi writes it, stam, people think it's not a das yachid. He would have said who said it. Here it just says kilu. Everyone agrees. So that's really going to be the lacha. So anyway, who says in the Mishnah is Rabbi. So my Mishnah b'Shabbos desasim lanker Rabbi desasim So why is it that in Shabbos he says him like Rabbi Shimon that there's no problem of mukta? Why is it that on Yamtiv he says him like Rabbi Huda? The Chayish should be consistent, like Rabbi Shimon in either place, or like Rabbi Huda in either place. So Amri, so Gemara says, no. Shabbos, the Chamira, Veloasi, Shabbos is Chamer. The Lachas of Shabbos are Chamer. So Rashi explains, Shabbos is Chamer, and we can handle a Kula. If we find one Kula, Loasi, people are not going to come to be Mazalzel in other things than Hilcha Shabbos. Everyone has this general. Uh, awe and reverence for Shabbos. Shabbos is chamer. It's kare, it's skil. Everyone is, appreciates that. Because Shabbos is so chamer, just because the Tana would be mekel and hilchas mukta, people wouldn't come. And they won't come to be mezazel anymore. So, therefore, he says in the Kabbi Shimon, he could pass in the Kabbi Shimon, the mekel. Whereas Yamtiv, the kiel, Yamtiv is on the alav and there's no kare, and there's no skila, so it's calm in people's eyes. So, people's, you know, on reverence of Yamtiv is not as great. If we'd find one kula in Yamtiv, people might take that as license to be makal other kulas as well. So therefore, Sasman Kabihuda, Isaisman Kabihuda, that in Yamtiv there is a problem of Mukta and there is a problem of Naila de Machmer. He's Machmer, and therefore people will have no, uh, no license to be makal. Okay, so that's the Pshat according to Rav Nachman. The Gemara says, How are you Mukim the Mishnah? According to Rav Nachman, it's right? a Tanagailis. That's set aside for uh, for raising eggs, for laying eggs, and we show mukta, and the problem is mukta. And then the mochlekes beshamei mizil revolves around the beitza of such a tanagayas. But why do they need to argue about the tanagayas? If the shaila is a shaila of a beitza coming from a tanagayas which is mukta, why do you have to jump to the beitza which is naila diyachi? If we're talking about a tanagayas which is mukta, instead of arguing about the beitza, argue about the tanagayas itself. The tanagayas itself is mukta. Meaning there's already a mochlekes about the tanagayas. Can I decide in the middle of Yamtiv that even though I had set it aside to be, to be kept alive and not the shecht, can I change my mind and decide, no, now I want a shecht that needed. Rabbi Shimon would hold uh, no problem of mukta. And Rabbi Yehuda would say, no, it's mukta, you can't change your mind. So why do we need to have uh, a mochlekes about a beitza? Let it be about the Tanagailas, and we show Muksa. So the Gemara says, The answer is the reason why he said it regarding a Beitza is to tell you the Kaycha Beishamai, the Benoilad Shari, that not only Muksa is Mutter, neither is Mutter, right? We had a half a minute before that everyone would get another disaster, and it's not true. Whoever holds that Noilad is Muksa is Mutter holds that Noilad is also Mutter. So that's exactly why. The Tana said, the Mechleik is about a Beitza, to tell you the Koyach of Beishamai, that not only is Beishamai Matir Mukta and Yamtiv, they're even Matir Noilad and Yamtiv. Very nice. The Gemara of the but why shouldn't they maybe instead argue about a Tanagailas? And then it would be telling you, the Koyach of Beishamai, the Koyach of Beishamai, the answer even a Tanagailas? Meaning, not only the Noilad is going to be asked according to Beishamai, even Mukta. So the so Machmer. What are you going to say? You're going to say, 
if we have a choice to talk about the Beitzah and tell you the, the Kula of Beishamah or talk about the Tanagailas and tell you the Chumra of Beishilel, so it's the general rule, Koyach the Teiradif, the Koyach of is greater, Rashi explains, you can be Machmer always, right? You don't know your Machmer. So the fact that Beishilel is Machmer doesn't really say very much. It could be his Machmer, he's unsure. But Beishamah is Mekel, they're Matir, how can it be Matir unless you're absolutely confident? So the Koyach of Beishamah to be Matir is Adif. Is better than the Kayach of Beisil to be Machmer. So that would be a reason to talk about the Beitzel that it's Mutter rather than talking about the Tanagos that it's Aser. But still, it's still a question. Just argue about both of them. In other words, Taisa explains that it's only a question of you know one or the other when there's a big difference um, you know, in words and in, in, uh, in, uh, in how much Arichus you have to go into to talk about both. But it's very simple, if it's very quick and simple to talk about both, so Mistam we should talk about both. And say, Tanagailas, Hayimedas, the Gadol Beitzim. You have a Tanagailas, which is Hayimedas, the Gadol Beitzim. He, so the Tanagailas itself, U Beitzasa, and the eggs, Besham Yerim Teyachel, because there's no Muksa and there's no Nailad. Besham Yerim Teyachel, because there is Muksa and there is Nailad. So the Gemara basically is asking a Pircha on Nachman's Territory. If Nachman's Territory is a little bit schwer, because if the Machlaikis is whether you hold of Muksa or Nailad, so the Mishnah should have spoken about both the Tanagailas and about the Beitzah, and not just about the Beitzah. So because of this, the Gemara is falling away from Rav Nachman's Teretz, and we go on to another Teretz, another Pshad in the Mishnah. What's the Mechleikas, Beisham and Hillel? whether you can eat that Beitzah, which is Nailad and Yamtiv, if it's not like Rav Nachman said, if it's not about Nailad, because of the fact that the Mishnah doesn't discuss the Tanagailas also, it's Mashma, it's not about Nailad. El Amar says Rabbah, and other Teretz. We're talking about a Tanagailas, that's a Medes Achila, which is a Chayah food. So what was the kash if it's food? The Tanagailas is a Medes to eat, so what's the problem eating the Beitzah? It's a piece of food. Certainly should be mutter. The mission is talking about a Yamtev, that's Chal Yisachar Shabbos. Yamtev falls out to be on Sunday. Askini, that's what we're talking about. So what's the problem? Yamtev is Chal on Sunday, and a Beitzah is Nailad. Umishum HaChana. And the problem with the Beitzah, which is Nailad, which is laid on Sunday, which is Yamtiv, alling after Shabbos, is the problem called Hachana. What's Hachana? Vikasafa Rabba. So the Gemara is going to explain right now that there's something called Hachana that things have to be Muchan, have to be prepared, have to be prepared before Shabbos. And they can't be prepared on Yamtiv for Shabbos. They have to be prepared before Shabbos from a weekday. So in this case, or before um, Yamtiv, they have to be prepared on a weekday for Yamtiv. Yamtiv is like Shabbos, so. Things need to be prepared beforehand, and not only prepared, like cooking it, Rashi explains my preparing it, just setting it aside for use. I have to set aside all the food that I want to use on Yom Tif, all the food I want to use on Shabbos, has to be ready, has to be set aside, or at least muchan, or at least ready, to be used on Shabbos and Yom Tif before Shabbos and Yom Tif come in. So if Yom Tif is after Shabbos, and the egg, the baits only became ready, only became ready to be uh, eaten, on, uh, on the day before, which is Shabbos, that'll be a problem called the Chana. So the Gemara explains the details of this because Sof Rabbah, because Rabbah holds, call Beit to the Misyal any Beit that's laid, it's boring today. It was actually completed yesterday. At a Beit after its Nigmar inside of the Tanagayas, it's laid. So any Beit that was northern today was completed yesterday. And Rabbah holds. Like his shita that he says, might receive. What does it mean when the pasuk says v'haya b'yomashishi v'echinu? By the man, it says you know be v'yomashishi on Friday v'echinu es hashayavil. They have to prepare whatever they're going to bring, meaning all the food they're going to bring to eat on Shabbos. The man, in that case, they should prepare it. 
When Rashi says, of course, it doesn't mean cooking it. Cooking, it says later on in the Pasuk, you have to cook whatever you want to cook. But Hechido just means to, you need to have the food already, not in terms of cooking, just set aside to be eaten. So from here you learn, now it's because it says, Mahashishi. So Hashishi says, you know, Friday, what's special about a Friday? Friday is a weekday, it's a day that you can cook as opposed to Shabbos, as opposed to Yom Tif. So on a day like Hashishi, you have to be making. From here you learn, Chol making the Shabbos. A weekday has to be making things for Shabbos. For Chol making the Yom Tif, a weekday is making things for Yom Tif. Ve'en Yom Tif making the Shabbos, Yom Tif cannot be making things for Shabbos. Ve'en Shabbos making the Yom Tif, Shabbos cannot prepare things for Yom Tif. So if you have a Beit Sanayilin on Sunday and it's Yom Tif, since the Mitzvah says that the Beitzah was completed yesterday, and yesterday was Shabbos, that means that your Beitzah was prepared on Shabbos for Yom Tov, and that's a problem. Rashi says this is actually the source of Mukta, uh, maybe even Mukta Midaraisa, that uh, things have to be prepared beforehand. Okay, one more thing, Rashi explains that this is specifically the food. The food that you're eating on Shabbos, the Shabbos Sudan, the Yom Tov Sudan, so Chashev, that the Torah required you to be making the food, it's a chashivas in the Shabbos suda that you should be making the food before Shabbos, before Yom Tov, not a weekday. Weekday, Sunday, a regular Sunday doesn't have to be prepared before. There's no reason why you can't have an egg that was laid on Sunday and a regular Sunday. But if it's Yom Tov, then it needs to be prepared for Yom Tov on a weekday, and it can't be prepared for Yom Tov on Shabbos. Okay, this is Rabbi's chat. If there's such a problem, Avachana, and that's the only problem. So Yamtiv Baalmatishri, a regular Yamtiv, Yamtiv any other day, any other time than Sunday, it should be mutter. Why, in other words, the Mishnah says a Beitza Shanol Dezasr. Why Beitza Shanol Dezasr? It should be a Beitza Shanol on Yamtiv, which is Sunday. But how about Beitza that's not on Yamtiv, which is Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday? Beitza Baalma, and any other day, um, Tishri should be mutter. So Gemara says, Xeira Mishum Yamtiv Achashabis. You're right, Batsam, it should be mutter, but we made Xeira. Exera any yamtiv, atu a yamtiv that's on a Sunday, which is after Shabbos. Meaning, since on a Sunday, if the bait is not on yamtiv on a Sunday, it's aser. So we're geyser any other day of yamtiv atu that. Um, how about Shabbos? Shabbos yamtiv tishri a bait that's born on Shabbos, that's not on Shabbos tishri should be mutter to to drink it in the chazan and drink raw eggs. Should be mutter to do that. Still, it's the geyser mishum Shabbos achyamtiv. That's also exera mishum Shabbos, which is chal after yamtiv. Okay. So the Gemara says, are we talking geyser such things? You're telling me we're geyser every yamtiv, atu a yamtiv that's chal on a Sunday, every Shabbos, atu a Shabbos that's chal after yamtiv, are we geyser such things? But Tanya says, a sheikh is someone shechs on a geyser on Shabbos. Inside of there is a beitzah, right? The same beitzah that would have been laid in a few minutes since they shechted it a little early, they find that beitzah inside. So it's a complete beitzah. So the halach is mutaris la'achlam b'yamtiv. You're allowed to eat them, even if you shecht them on yamtiv, you can eat them. V'im isa, and now, if it's true, that we make a gzeira, um, anytime a beit says noiled atu uh, yamtiv on a Sunday, so here too, ligs, we should be geyser, mishum hanach to misyaldem yamem, we should be geyser, that these beits that you find inside are aser because of the ones that were, uh, that were noiled. Yeah, we're geyser that the beitzim that are inside the chicken that you shecht are aser. Xayra out to the one, and if you'll be able to eat those, you might come to eat the beitzim that were noilet already. So Amalei, he told them beitzim gumurais, beitzim that are already complete. But inside, in other words, that when you shecht the tanagos, you should find inside a complete egg. That's a milsa leishchicha. It's very unusual. Usually, you don't find a beitzim gumura. Umilsa leishchicha, the gazer rabbanon, the rabbanon were not 
geyser on a beitza on a milsa delay shlicha. So maybe we are geyser. Here they weren't geyser because it's a milsa delay shlicha. Just one point. Um, it's not so clear what this case is, right? If the case is yishechta uh, tanegayis and inside you found a beitza, and we're talking on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday, so you're being geyser. It's like a double zera. You're being geyser onto a beitza that was laid. And so the mafreshim say no. We're talking about on a Sunday. We're talking about on a Sunday. But the question is. If we're talking on a Sunday, so why do we need to make a gzera? Why is the beitzah that was found inside different? Why is that beitzah different than the beitzah that was laid? It was complete, so maybe it became complete yesterday. Maybe it became complete yesterday. So Tysus deals with this, and Tysus says that um, that he says nigmar means it became complete in a way that it was neither the next day. In other words, part of the 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 fact the, the idea that we say that it was nigger yesterday means that it was prepared to be laid. Probably the egg goes into a position or something, or something happens that makes it be laid. So that never happened if you preempted that by shechting it. So you never had what we call the gemar. So this beitza wasn't really um, wasn't really aser because of that. It's only aser because of a gzera. Okay, so we'll leave it here.